Welcome to the Everyday Mum Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is for mums everywhere. It's a chat between real mums sharing what works, what doesn't, how they do life, and how they fill their cup. It's often the little changes that you make to your everyday that have the biggest impact. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Before we get into today's interview, I just wanted to quickly let you know that the Lunchbox Challenge is just about finished and it has been amazing. I've had some great feedback and mums have been preparing awesome lunchboxes this week and they're easy and healthy and the kids are eating it. So you can still get in on that. If you'd like to, there's a link down below where you'll get recipes, tips and tricks, time hacks, way to save money and look after yourself. And also starting February 20th uh, in 2017, so not sure when you're listening to this, um, we will be running the Everyday Mum Detox again. Now, this is a starting place for you guys. If you've been thinking about uh, eating better and starting to move your body and, uh, you know, just filling up your cup a little bit first and uh, you know what? Here's the thing. Not everybody knows how good they can feel. So this is a one-week commitment from you to put you first and eat really, really good food. To find out more, have a look in the show notes and there's a link. Click on the link, register your details, and I'll send you some more information. This is the starting point, guys. It's the way that you ensure 2017 is different to all the other years. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. I've got a really special guest here today. I'm talking to Brenda, and she's the mum of a little girl, and we're going to talk to her about how she gets things done and runs her life as a mum and, you know, works and runs her own business. How are you today, Brenda? Good, thank you, and thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. How much sleep did you get last night? Oh, I had a lot because um, my little one is sleeping quite well now and the only reason I had a little bit less was because I actually went out with a girlfriend last night so I came home a little late and by late I mean you know 10 p.m which is quite (laughs) late for a school night but um but no I'm lucky that my little one is sleeping she's good sleeping genes like I do I love that and how old is she she just turned three love it and it's it's good you enjoy being a mum I am. Um, I I think I've always known I wanted to be a mum. I'm not a very, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of children generally. I'm just not one of those people <laughs> who that. enjoy kids. Like I've never, you know, never felt the need or to play with them. Like I'm not just just not. It's not my calling at all. Yep. But I always knew like I wanted to be a mum. The experience. So mm-hmm. I have. Um, there's been a few challenges and it's been a, v- a huge change in identity and uh, and like, yeah, a lot of challenges I'm sure that a lot of mums go through, especially when you had your own life and then you come and have kids. Mm-hmm. But um, otherwise now I've, we've, we're on a good patch, you know, I'm sure there's going to be ups and downs, but right now we're on a really good up and she's at that age where she's chatty and talking and yep. having fun and yeah and, and old enough to kind of understand conversations which I'm enjoying as well yeah and that little personality comes out when they're about mm. three and you know you see the funny side and they just look little kids say the funniest things ever yes yes well and she's always had a really strong personality since she was little and she's been talking since she was about 10 months oh, wow. um <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've had non-stop talking for quite a while now and <laughs> I love it. Do you learning know? to just like 
yeah, and, and appreciating silence and, yes. and alone time and, and, and truly well, at the same time appreciating her ability to just converse, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and communicate. Do you know with our first child, when we had her, we it, we were like mum, 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 you know, teaching her to talk and we're like dad, 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 you know. And then by the time we had our fourth one, we're like nobody teach him how to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too noisy. Yeah. And it really was the more kids that we seem to have, it just, it was, you know, once you're doing it once, you're doing it twice, you do it. It's the same kind of thing. It just got noisier. And sometimes it's just chaos with the noise in the house and they all sing over each other and you just go, oh, so yeah, look, I'm all with you with that uh, silence. I, I'm already feeling the noise now and, and the singing and the, and then so the <laughs> 10 months was when she was already actually talking words. Wow. So we couldn't like really, like just one or two words. So we couldn't, you know how you kind of can pretend to ignore and yep. because you didn't quite understand because they're mumbling. Yep. So she had been like the, you know, the babbling. She'd been doing that since <laughs> she was at least six months. So there was always constant noise. So, so yeah, I've had to do a few, you know, Indigo, you need to, you need to just stop talking for a little <laughs> bit just for now, you know, we're just, we're going to enjoy silence while we're eating or, you know, yeah. just. You, you need to yeah. teach her that game Dead Fish. It's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> We've, I've done that at the dentist. Like, okay, everybody lay on the ground. Let's say dead fish while we're waiting. <laughs> oh, but anyway, and you mentioned before that, you know, you're in a great groove now and stuff like that. But, you know, when she was little and, you know, I've asked this of um, lots of the mums I'm speaking to, what do you think was one of your biggest struggles apart from, you know, um, no sleep and that kind of thing? Yeah, so the no sleep was a really huge factor. And I mm -hmm. think one of the struggles I – um, okay, the, one of the first ones, and this is what I always tell new mum friends or who, mom, uh, friends who are going to become mums or who had just become mums and they're just like freaking out at that first few weeks where they're mm -hmm. like, oh, my goodness, there's an actual human <laughs> being and I'm, I'm totally responsible, um, is to understand and appreciate that um, your identity has changed mm -hmm. and to to really mourn the loss, which I know sounds horrible because yeah, I know there are women out there who like loves being mum and who, you know, who struggled to be a mum and, and would, you know, do anything to have what we have. And that's not to like, I appreciate the gift and she's the love of my life and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. to mourn the life that I had yep. and to be okay with that and to not feel any guilt about that. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was coming because I was very independent beforehand and I loved my life beforehand and I knew that it was going to be a change. And I had done that nine months of, you know, going through accepting and embracing it and, and you know, appreciating my old life. But still, once I was a new mom, mm -hmm. it really again how much I had to mourn that loss and yep. then at that same time that's when you hit through the same kind of grieving process you know we get angry and resentful about other people who don't have to mourn it like your mm -hmm. husband <laughs> or you know like it's, it's that idea of um, losing what I was and trying to rebuild that the new identity I think I really struggled with that yeah um, and the lack of sleep thing was the struggle I had was because I thought I was getting really good at it I made a point of asking for not asking for help but anytime anyone offered help I would just say yes even though I big I thought I could do it myself yep. just to practice mm -hmm. as a practice yes I will accept help because I really struggle with asking or accepting help because mm. you know I'm really capable and I can do it myself you know what but most found, mums do yeah. yeah yes like and 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 you know most of my friends are similar and so I'm like just practice saying yes even if you don't think you need it just say yes and practice 
not doing it, even though you know you could. I love that. Um, and practice just standing there while somebody else is doing it because I still found with the lack of sleep, I really hit a point where I actually had to, we had to get a specialist in and that was just such a new concept. Like, mm. oh, we had to get someone in to help you learn how to get a baby to sleep. Like yeah. that's such a, who would have thought? And yeah. then, yeah, and I think it's still a constant practice as a mom to just work out how to ask for help that areas that you wouldn't think you need help in but to get help in and to just practice accepting it even though you probably could do it but then you could do something else while somebody else is doing it you know like just I guess it's like delegating or I don't know it was just it's again it's part of the new identity and new lifestyle as a mum and that was one of the biggest struggles and still continues to be and that's always something I tell my new mum friends yeah, that's, you know what, I'm just sitting here with a massive light bulb moment because I still struggle with that and my oldest is 14 and I'm just listening to you saying, you know, get used to just standing back and letting someone else do it. Holy moly, I need to do that. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm doing what you're doing. That sounds good because I do the same thing, you know, I just kind of go, I'll oh, just get it done and yes. I do it but it's it's exhausting and it, it's it hard. So I love that. I, that just... Okay, I'm going to do that now too. I should have done that 14 years ago. Good one, Brenda. <laughs> I love that. And so, t- and it's still a practice. Like it's not mm. like, oh, I say this now and I'm really good at just sitting around waiting for somebody else to do it. And it's like, no, I, I'm struggling and I'm standing around watching them do it, which is actually not a good idea yeah. because then you're like, oh, I could have just done that, you know, half in half the time. Yeah. But then it meant I have more time now to actually be conscious about spending time and making memories with my daughter as opposed to you know all the things that you still need to do yeah Yeah. and and, yeah and just allowing other people to help so that the time comes when you definitely do need help yeah it won't feel so hard to ask for it yeah that's my anyway (laughs) I love that that's amazing that's good and that is awesome advice to a new mum I think that's so good really really good and so apart from um you know getting help and stuff like that you said you know you struggled with your identity and you know being independent and that kind of thing beforehand what other things did you do to ensure that you felt like Brenda again because it's a big change I mean I it's it's so different to you know you even look at your wardrobe and you kind of go oh yeah and I really I I can't wear that (laughs) I loved and everything and I had to like let that go and that was again part of the grieving process which Mm. sounds so super serious but at the same time and I can't even remember where I think I read this or heard this or was told this Mm -hmm. where um, the idea was as the woman as the one who gave birth or as the mother um, whether you gave birth or not but like as the mother I think Mm -hmm. there was from what I was what I learned or read Mm -hmm. that you lose your previous identity and you put on a new one as yeah. a mum, yeah. while your partner, husband, the father, spouse, mm-hmm. he just gets a new extra <laughs> identity as a father on top of all that he was before. Yeah, And so because um, I found this with my friends who all had husbands and, and partners and stuff to just say, hey, this is what happens, this is what I read, and I found this really helpful to know that that meant when you feel really lost and you feel yes, that sense of who am I, what does it mean now to be a Mm mum? And you look to your partner who used to be, you know, your best friend and who understood each other, they won't quite understand that because for them it's like this is an extra new thing that they get to have Mm -hmm. while you lost something in order to gain this thing. And then so that sense of disconnect 
was really helpful I found for a lot of my friends because it was like oh this is exactly what I was feeling and couldn't and felt alone and didn't realize that mm. other mums felt that way yeah. and so I think that tip about finding your identity I think there's a sense of isolation with that because you've known yourself for so long and you know it took a long time to get to this point and then yeah. you lost it all again and then you're finding this new mum thing I found that to know that you're not alone in that search can be yeah. very supportive. I mean, nobody else can help you f- figure out who you are again, mm-hmm. but knowing that it's just part of the process of being a new mum just made it something that may be a little bit um, less overwhelming and easier to kind yeah. of go, okay, this is just something else I have to figure out for myself and you can figure it out and it takes a little while. Even after three or four kids, you know, I think – from what I've heard, <laughs> yes. each kid again bring you a whole new because now you're not no longer mum of one, you're mum of two or yeah. mum of three, and it's new identity again. And so it is, and I think it's when you you start to find your groove and you start to go okay. And I think that yeah. also come, no, I think that also comes along with you know you know spending time on yourself and looking after yourself and doing something that lights you up because that's kind of you in the mix. Because otherwise mm-hmm. you're you know you're the wife and or the partner yes. and the daughter and the mum and the friend. You know what I mean? but to actually Mm -hmm. be you who you used to be before so I think that you know that's really good and I think that's great advice and that's you know no one ever said that to me that would have been helpful Brenda (laughs) and and I think and I think I know I talk about the whole grieving thing but it I think for me I found it really helpful to then just let it go because I'm looking at Mm. like you said but the clothes and I used to love this top this top used to make me feel really good but now I can't wear it and there's no way my body my body literally changed and my cup size never (laughs) never actually went back to the way it was and so I had to buy a whole new bras and I was like I haven't bought new bras since I was what in my early 20s or something and it was just oh and it was such a like and I had spent good money previously buying you know because I've reached a point where I'm like really comfortable with my body and I was I spent money on getting really nice things like nice clothes invested in it and now I had to let it go and so the letting go was hard because but then it meant what new clothes can I wear now that's going to fit my new lifestyle and it's like it felt like being a teenager again where you're just trying to work out what looks good what feels good what works with your life and absolutely and it's redefining yourself really isn't it exactly so yeah spending time with yourself and just being able to ask what do I like and having permission to go you you don't have to know everything straight away and just Mm -hmm. You know, I started off with just buying one pair of jeans that kind of fit really well and was slightly stretchy but still looked good and felt good and then just started with that and then, yep. yeah, and then so for a while I only had the one pair of jeans that I could wear with <laughs> like tracky pads. Love it. <laughs> you know, and then, and then, yeah, added a little bit more to my wardrobe as I kind of went, no, I actually like this and worked out what my new uniform was and, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that. And I love also what you said about um, – you know, acknowledging your feelings and it's okay because I think sometimes, you know, we go, oh, we have to be, um, you know, you have to be happy and you have to be perfect and you have to have this done and you have to, and it's okay not to do that and it's okay to kind of go, oh, I'm not feeling great today. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, I even say to my kids, you know, you're not feeling good, you know, you're a bit grumpy today or whatever or this didn't go your way, that, you know what, go and have a five-minute pity party because that's okay, acknowledge how it feels and then let's ha- see how we can change it because yeah. it's that perf- when you put that pressure on yourself to be perfect all the time, whether it's in being a mum or whether it's being a kid whether in any way, it just yeah. doesn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, and I think I was one thing I really was grateful about being a mum is 
I know I'm a lot when I speak to her, I'm a lot gentler and kinder because mm-hmm. she doesn't quite know and she's still trying to work things out at this yeah. age especially. Yeah. And so it was then easy to just turn around and go, okay, how can I speak kindly and gently to myself? Beautiful. Because yeah. I'm still trying to work it out. And I'm. And so I think someone else said to me, I think it was a midwife or something, your, your baby's still new and you're still new too yeah. as a new mum. And so if your baby's only like a month old, you're only a month old in this new mum life. You can't expect to be perfect straight away because just like a one-month-old can't, yeah. you know, do anything really yeah. besides instinct. And so I think, you know, that's when you can also learn to slowly walk and crawl, like crawl and then walk and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff and just speak really gently and yeah. kind kindness is such an underrated thing I think and such a needed thing (laughs) so needed yeah and it's just kindness to yourself I think is a new thing that I've really had to practice it's still a practice so yeah I love that I really love that and it's 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 just so true and you know I I speak to um, when I'm working one-on-one with mums and stuff like that and I say you know think about that voice inside your head how is it talking to you because is that how you talk to your children or your best friend you know people go god I'd never say that to my you know my best friend or whatever and I say well why are you saying it to you speak you know speak to yourself like you're a three-year-old or a four-year-old and speak Mm -hmm. kindly and gently because it makes a massive difference to you know how you go with things if you can't if you know what you know it's true if you can't love yourself who can you love and I'm a big fan of that one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and especially well for me uh, that's why I'm like it's a big frustration but at the same time really great blessing that she's at that age where she's very much a reflection of me mm-hmm. so every time I want to like tell her off and then it's like no it's a reflection of me and then which makes me really frustrated with myself mm-hmm. but then go okay look if I just speak kindly to myself as well as to her and then it diffuses the situation a lot faster than yep. if I just try to like head on push my way through and yeah yeah I love that that's cool that's really cool okay so now you run your own business Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you do? Okay. So I, I'm i still the full-time primary carer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're even called? Yeah, um, so. Stay-at-home <laughs> mum with my little one because mm-hmm. she's, like I said, three. Yeah. Um, but I also have my own, I guess, business because I'm an artist. And so I paint and create my uh, artwork and sell yeah. it online um, and in person at exhibitions and that kind of things. And I've done markets as well. Um, and so, so, yeah, so... I guess I I do have one day a week that she's at daycare Mm -hmm. and I have one day where my mother-in-law looks after her and every other week my my dad also looks after her. So I have occasionally, you know, one or two days or, or three days of the, of the week and mm-hmm. then that's when I try to do I guess everything yep. um, you know <laughs> seven days worth of work in that one day as well as run appointments or run errands that I know isn't worth trying to drag a three-year-old to mm-hmm. anything yeah. yeah and do all of that at that time and so so, so yeah the um, struggle's real <laughs> it's a big it's, it's struggle is real and it's a constant trying to like work out new ways of doing it best way of doing it and all yeah. that yeah all um, that absolutely yes. and do you ever think back to yourself what did I used to do with all my time I know oh, like all that tv I watched why I was know. I doing <laughs> I know I think about that I used to go to work and then I'd come home and and I could have all this time and I think, what did I do? Like I used to go to the gym or I'd watch some telly and I think, you know, now I'm lucky if I turn the TV on. 
it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but um, that's great. So with your job and obviously working at home and that, mm-hmm. how do you, um, I was talking to you before we started recording and, you know, some of the best things that I do that make my life easy because at, same as you, Brenda, you know, I, you know, I work at home and I've got an office at home and that kind of thing. So it's trying to figure out the best way to do things to save your time and make things work and every family's different. But so how would you guys um, handle stuff like housework? Do you do that during the day when you're working or try to clump it all together? What do you do with that? Yeah, so I struggle. I'm like a terrible housewife, like terrible. <laughs> Even before kids, I was just not like into it and on all that kind of things, which yeah. is why we, we got a dishwasher and because <laughs> <Love laughs> I hated washing dishes. Um, so a few things that I've learned recently that's really helped and this is, you know, for now it may change later. And yeah. I'm when I say I do this, I, if I can get 80% of this done 80% cons- consistently, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. So I found um, that I read somewhere about doing like laundry and doing it kind of almost every day but doing different different sections so like because yep. I was struggling because it was like I only have three people in my house but there was just always mountains <laughs> of laundry that needed to be done to be washed to be folded to be put away and it was mm-hmm. just driving me crazy and then so just to do it every day instead of waiting like once a week and having like a bazillion loads of washing to do yep. so like one day it's sheets one day it's towels one day is colors one day is like blacks because for some reason we have a lot of blacks yeah everyone does. Um, and I know, and one day for delicates and things, and so that's almost like five, six days, which sounds crazy because then you're like washing a load every day. Oh gosh, no! And that meant it was a smaller load, and it just became part of the morning routine to just put something into the laundry, mm-hmm. into the machine, turn that on, and then um, and then taking it out and trying to have a. So I think my new strategy anyway is to trying to make it part of my everyday life, but not yeah. make it a, like Saturday I have to spend the day doing housework because we found Saturdays are our days to do family time when my husband's not working and we can all go out as a family to like do something together yeah and so we never had time to do that kind of housework and so trying to do that um we we are fortunate enough that we we can have a cleaner that comes yep. once a fortnight and she does like the deep cleaning stuff that I hate doing the like bathrooms. really scrub- <laughs> <laughs> bathrooms and stuff yes. well so I just try to make sure I just wipe down while we're using it like after we're using it just to do a quick wipe yep. down um you know making sure if there's a small mess to just do it straight away same mm-hmm. with dish in the laundry to just like once in the laundry in the in the kitchen <laughs> all the same thing sinks but um you know once we put once we've eaten our things we try and put them straight into the dishwasher and then pretty much turning the dishwasher on in the evening at night before bed like yep. you know almost every day so that in the mornings we then try and then I'll you know put the plates away for the day and so I have an empty dishwasher to do it. So, it, so I guess my like, way was to try and make it part of we're just doing life anyway yes. in the house and yeah. then doing as part of that. Um, and, yeah, and and that's the only way to be honest because then it's just – and then accepting I think was a big one just to accept yes. that. Yes. It is never going to end. The laundry yes. is never going to end. You're going to have to like wash it again and it's, fold it again and hang it and oh, every every step of the laundry. <laughs> it's like a work in progress, isn't it? It's oh. like as soon as that basket's empty, someone will clean out their bedroom and you just go, really? Really? Where did that come from? <laughs> I, just I just folded this. Yes. And, I love- yeah, because the worst thing is she's three. So sometimes she would just like – 
because she eats and she can't like eat properly like an adult <laughs> she's got stuff and I'm like I just watched that I just watched it and now we have to watch it again <laughs> and and yeah and then just accepting you know what it's never going to end it's just part of life so it's yep. just kind of like having a shower every day you have to shower every day yeah you can't just it's awake so you just have to be just part of the thing and so we don't we don't think of it having a shower as a chore even though sometimes I think I struggle mm-hmm. um but it's it's just yeah what I find that the weeks that run really well are the weeks where if I just follow you know I have an alarm that comes up on my I have a to-do app oh yes and it just has it and it just repeats every week so each day has a different load of laundry so I just look at that oh today we're doing blacks okay okay we just put the blacks you know straight in and then and then and then just made it into a thing and then so I find if I can definitely do a load um in the mornings if I can make sure I put the dishwasher on at night and then do the folding in the afternoon Mm -hmm. or and I still struggle with the folding I really suck (sighs) but if I do that I feel like the little anchors for the day and then you know yeah. there's always in between but if you can just do that it just doesn't feel as yeah it kind of lo- helps you lose the overwhelm I think of it yeah. or just building up and I don't know yeah. about you because I work at home if there's a mess yes, and there's I stuff can't. everywhere I can't yeah. concentrate I just I just can't concentrate and it just feels like this overwhelm of oh everything's chaotic but once it's to procrastinate as well and I don't yes like I don't want to be procrastinating with housework I hate housework absolutely absolutely and I find that too that if I just chip away at things it doesn't build up it doesn't get overwhelmed it's kind of a you know chaos free well chaos Mm -hmm. with four kids but it's chaos as less as possible in my life so yeah look we do things really similar actually I put loads I I wash every day sometimes two loads but there's six of us in the house so that's a bit yeah yeah Yeah. like I just want three of us and she's little so wait till they get bigger and then you know I've got one when she was little she'd change her clothes three times a day you know she'd come downstairs and she'd be in a frilly dress and then she'd come downstairs and she'd have her bathers on you'd be like it's winter what are you doing you know she just and then she'd have her gum boots on and then and you just kind of she just still changes her clothes all the time you know she gets up she's in clothes she puts a school uniform on she changes her clothes and she put and you just go really I've got more mm-hmm. things to do than wash. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah no, I and my, love that. My little one likes to, um, so she likes to help, mm-hmm. which, you know, if, if anyone, like she's three, <laughs> she, she's not helpful at all. <laughs> but like it meant, you know, if I'm hanging the clothes, she just passes me the clothes. And so it just becomes part of, even though I'm, it's not truly spending time with your kid if we're making <gasps> them do the housework, but like she just oh, passes me the clothes and it takes longer. But then we kind of have a conversation yeah. because she wants to hang out with me anyway. And she's finally learned how to like unclip from the, you know, you have those um, rack things that just have the, the clips. Oh, and yeah. so she knows how to unclip them, the little ones, Perfect. when yeah. they're dry. And so she spends, you know, almost like half an hour just trying to unclip like 10 things. Um, but then it's like, oh, that's like 10, 10 minutes so that I don't have to like find Absolutely. something for her to do. And then, and then yeah, and then so it just meant it becomes, again, part of the life. Yeah, that we're living today. That's also yeah. learning for her. Like that's her dexterity of you know clipping yes, things. That's what I and, tell myself, no, absolutely. That's why you have kids. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> come and do the clip. Yeah, yeah. Come and clean for mummy. No, I'm just yeah. joking. But no, seriously. And you know that's that, no. But she's watching you, and you know you've always got little eyes watching. So you're setting the example. And as they grow up, they kind of go, "Oh, you know, I need to do this." Yeah, you know what I my mean? plan is that when she's old enough, she has to do it herself. Oh, absolutely. Put the in the washing machine. Yeah. Take it out. Fold it yourself. Yeah. Look, we have chores, and people go, "Your kids do chores before they go to school," and I'm like, "Absolutely, they do." Because oh, yeah, I my goals in life is to get 
my when my children leave home or when they grow up you know that mm-hmm. they're happy they're healthy and they can do stuff they can look after themselves do you mm. know what I mean and yeah. if they can do all that I've done a good job as a mom that's what I kind of think because mm. you know it's yeah lots of oh, I yeah. remember well, like you have to learn the hard way because like oh, I never really I mean I was never really consistent at home when I was living at home with my parents mm-hmm. and so and so now to have to do it every day was such a new thing because when you're just on your own mm-hmm. you can just you know do it once a week you know you don't run out <laughs> undies and now it's just like no it has to be done every day if I leave it till the end of the week then it's just a crazy load and there's not enough room on the rack and you know or it rains and then you know it's not going to dry for three mm-hmm. days yeah yeah and then also you've if you're chipping away all week you've got Saturday that you know you yes. guys can do something fun so it's exactly. kind of like the reward the actual yeah fun memories and do th- yeah yeah rather Absolutely. than just going I'm holding the washing again Mm-hmm. I hear mm-hmm. you. And what about menu planning and stuff? Do you got well, how do you guys handle cooking yeah, so and menu planning cooking, and stuff like that? Cooking is like my worst. Act, like I'm even worse at that <laughs> than the housework. <laughs> um, so we're really lucky because we both have parents and family close by. Oh, so awesome. you are so, lucky. <laughs> so exactly. Like like I don't know how other people do it. So we, you know, I'll get. Um, so when my daughter is at my mother in law's, um, we would probably get dinner there. Mm-hmm. And then um, if um, my my side of the family is looking after my daughter, we we'll, we might go for dinner there. And then we do go out to eat, you know, a bit, like yep. at least a week, I think, almost. We try to avoid that mm-hmm. because it's actually not fun with the cereal no. most of the time. No. Um, and then, but so I then I've had to just accept um, when everything's working and all that kind of stuff. When I'm at home with um, my daughter, yep. one of those days out of the three or four days that I have, one of mm-hmm. those days we will have to go shopping. Um, <laughs> and she's kind of recently, she loves doing it and I only have one. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and it's only very quick. Like it's only to one shop. We're picking up maximum four or five things like fresh yeah like veggies or fruit or whatever mm-hmm. um and then we just come home because it's just not worth my sanity yeah and then um and then yeah and I'm really I'm trying to get into menu planning that's probably something I need a lot more help in but yeah. I just cook really simple pastas or pieces and you only have like three or four recipes that I just actually yeah. know how to cook because I'm terrible yeah and I'm mm-hmm. terrible at cooking so I just just follow that and then um from what I found on the days when I am good it's if I actually think about it in the morning where mm-hmm. I go okay what's for dinner and I'm, I'm really terrible at that because I'm in the morning I'm focused on what to do next what's to do next what work I want to get on to yep. what you know how things I need to run errands to run and all that kind of stuff and I never think about the food until like about an hour before and it's already kind of too late if there's no <laughs> food in the pantry yes. so yeah I probably need a lot more help in that and that's my next area of routine and lifestyle and everything that I'm going to try and work on um I love it yeah so I'm I'm responsible for it because my husband doesn't come home too quite late and he just doesn't know how to cook either (laughs) and so so but luckily one one of the things I learned actually as a mom I actually wanted to cook more and mainly to involve her because like with baking I never baked because I'm not interested I'm not good at it I don't don't have any interest in it at all like I don't enjoy it as much but because with a little one like learn having to find a really simple cookie recipe and she can like sprinkle the chopped chips in and, and yeah. involving her and then just teaching her 
I wanted to teach her patience, you know, like you make something, but you have to wait what it goes in the oven before yeah, it comes cool. out. Yep. Um, yep. You can enjoy it. And so just trying to teach her that kind of waiting and cooking and um, now just trying to involve her in some cutting with the little kids' knives and yes, things. they're so trying good, to- those knives. Yeah. That they can't yeah. cut their own hair. I had those too. They had like a little bench that they – They do take ages, but you forgive them. But then she ate, you know, the zucchini that she never would have eaten otherwise. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you pull up a little chair and they stand up on the bench and you know it takes them forever to chop up a cucumber oh, but when oh they God. they'll eat it because they've gone yeah. oh, and and they like the involvement of you know yeah. making a salad and even though you know the carrots are probably four centimeters long and it's whole <laughs> and you sit at the table and you're like <clears throat> chewing it like a rabbit and you're like this carrot's amazing <laughs> and they have this big smile like oh I cooked yeah. some dinner and it's you know if kids can learn how to cook it's such a massive difference to yeah. their health and how they grow up too so that's awesome well yeah I'm hoping to change her thing because like me my husband came out of home and not knowing how to cook very well like mm-hmm. we only knew one of like instant noodles mm-hmm. pasta <laughs> and some sauce mm-hmm. you know like so I'm like okay let's try and involve her from young maybe then she can get a little more involved and and see where the food comes from as opposed to just appearing at the dinner table and the food just kind of appears and yep. realize their work involved and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. that's really really cool <laughs> no I love that and it's I love I love cooking with the kids now and I've got one my third little girl she gets up in the morning she's nine she gets mm. up on Sundays and she'll make pancake batter oh, and she's awesome. she'll yeah she whips <laughs> up train. yeah you do you do and she'll just whip up she's two and scrambled egg and she's nine and she whips and and it's and it's just great and she loves the feeling of you know being able to deliver food to the table at nine and she's just mm-hmm. been that one that's always in the kitchen and it's fun you know that you talk about their day as they get bigger and yes. it's real good so that's cool and tell me what are your um like what are your three non-negotiables as a mum so you know whether they're to do with you know home or just you or what but what are three things you know that are super duper important to you as a mum and as Brenda um, so I think I mentioned earlier about having the shower. Yes. <laughs> um, I've learned early on that was the one thing I could have, even as a new mum or whatever, um, to just to decide and tell, you know, family or whatever that it's really important for me to to have my own shower on my own. <laughs> um and so when she was very little I still had to drag in the little, you know, the the kind of bouncy thing that she kind of sat in yep. and she would be with me in the bathroom. Even now she'd just come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but making it it's a important time and Mm -hmm. it it just meant I could have five minutes just even if I'm just standing under the shower too and I learned this from um now I can't remember from um I'll have to find it and send you the link or something where it's like doing a shower meditation but so then it's like five minutes or even it was just like two minutes of just standing there and just clearing my thoughts and just going okay today what is it um what's the one thing I really want to achieve today it's you know whether I'm focusing on work yeah so that, that get her off to daycare or to um family um as soon as I can or is it going to be we're focusing on fun today or focusing on housework like just whatever it is and just to really clear my mind and just to have like a second to myself and to just hold myself together yep because then that just really sets me up because I have showers in the morning and so that really sets me up for the day even though I know for a lot of people um mornings are always really really crazy but I just find if I can have that even if it's not first thing in the morning even if it's after breakfast and mm-hmm. I tell my little one I've set her up with toys or whatever and she's old enough and she'll still wander in and out of the bathroom mm-hmm. but I go if I can have that for the day at the beginning of the day it really sets me up for the rest of the day the days that I don't have it because it's been too crazy or we all slept in or whatever it just feels 
you just feel grotty and you just feel grotty mentally yeah. as well. Well, it doesn't roll as well. I, I shower in the morning as well. My days roll better if I feel like yes. I've clean and I've made an effort, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's like you've taken a moment to just breathe in and even yeah. if you're not meditating on like true meditation, it's just to have that moment to just like wash that stuff out. Yeah. So I find even if I've had a, if I've had a really, really bad day and everything just feels really heavy on me, I might have a shower at night as well just to like really clear it out and go to sleep to so like yeah. water. That's yeah. Good. I love that. If you could find that shower meditation, I could pop it in the show notes. That would be awesome because I've never yeah. heard of that. So that would be really yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah. then um, so that's my one non-negotiable. And I've learned as well, um, I've only just done this um, about last year. But um, on my birthday, I kind of, I want to go away. I told my husband, I just go away by myself, like just, you know, go to a hotel room or just like as a treat for myself and just because I'm very introverted and I need that alone time. And so not everyone understands. They're like, why would you want to be alone on your birthday? I'm like, it's the best gift ever where I just just sit sit in a hotel room, get room service. Like it doesn't have to be a fancy hotel. It doesn't have to be really expensive. Like I don't need, I mean, I'm happy to have dinner out with family and all that kind of stuff, but like to have that. Yeah, and just sit there and just watch TV. You know, go to the bathroom by myself, like yeah. all of that. Like just <laughs> the little things so, in life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all the little things. And like this year, I didn't quite do it because I ended up going on another little holiday with girlfriends um, instead, and that was really fun and in a different kind of way. But I really miss just having that time alone. Yeah, you know, okay. I love you, like we're talking about finding your own identity, like just going. And, you know, if I did find it when I was sitting there by myself, no, actually, I miss my family and I actually don't want this and I don't enjoy it, then I probably would stop. But mm-hmm. when I did it last year and then the year before, I just did a really short one, which was just kind of not even overnight, but I just went out having a day to myself. Mm-hmm. It was just nice to kind of just not have a plan, to just kind of follow the next, you know, curiosity. Like, hmm, yeah. I feel like going to the museum today. Like, it's just having a day of nothing. And it was such a – so I want to – next year anyway, my plan is to – try and make that a priority and a non-negotiable and just to schedule it in and then and then have that for myself as a treat and something I can look forward to for the year you know yeah I often get like a couple of hours here and there but I love that that's great I'm gonna try that like just having a like a weekend or like just a night away or two nights away if you can get away yeah like you know, it just means you have to set it up for the time. You know, if you plan ahead and get babysitting in and, and organize all that kind of organized. stuff, save up for it, you know. And then, like, having room service delivered for you. So, food comes to you. So, you're mm. not the one delivering the food. Like, the food's delivered to <laughs> yes. you. Someone does all the cleaning up. You know, you can Sounds just leave perfect. your mess everywhere. It's just, it was, it's like a, such a treat. And then at the end of it, you feel really rejuvenated and you come back to your family really grateful. Yeah. Okay. For that. Yeah. So, I think for me, anyway, the non negotiable is always to have some alone time. And I can feel it when, if I haven't done the showers in the morning, which is like my five minutes of alone time, mm-hmm. um, or you know, haven't haven't had that um, done my work and all that kind of stuff, I then on the weekend might we might swap and go. My husband takes my daughter out and they have a daddy daughter day at the park, whatever, for like a couple of hours, and I can just sit at home. I've done all my housework and just Perfect. have that alone time as well. Yeah, because I know that that really helps me be a better person helps me be happier and then I become a much better mom as opposed to you lose your temper a lot more when you don't quite get your absolutely and that's filling your own cup like that's making sure that you're okay because when you're okay I don't know about you but if I'm not okay and I'm whole family yeah everything falls to you know it does because it's just like I'm on edge and I'm grumpy and then the kids feel you know take on my 
can't think of the word, um, you know, my feelings and attitude and then they're like that and it's just, oh, so, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Wonderful. That's why I've like, I I have all these sayings that I even know, remember, came from. Like they they always say the fathers, you know, they're the head of the family or whatever, but the mums are the heart and the heart needs to be in a good place because it affects the atmosphere of the whole family so I know if I'm in a really bad mood and nothing is feeling really good and as cheerful and as lovely as my daughter is she can almost I can tell because she can feel like oh something's not quite right Mm -hmm. and then my poor husband's like trying to like make everything right but you know it's already kind of affecting the whole thing my poor dog's trying to like avoid me and then you just (laughs) you know it's just like all I had to do was just take an hour or two and try to not feel guilty and even though I want to go to the park with her too but yeah. To go, no, I know that this one hour of investment is going to pay dividends for the rest of the week. And Absolutely. so, yeah, yeah, mm. life's going to be better for everybody involved. Yes. Yeah, perfect. So my, all my non negotiables is just alone time, but in different ways, whether it's five minutes, an hour, or like a day, but it makes or an a, overnight. Yeah. yeah. Massive <laughs> difference, though. No, massive, absolutely mm. massive difference to your whole being when you're, mm-hmm. when you get that little bit of space. And what's your third one? Um, well, I guess I guess you can put they're all the same. So the shower, yeah, having an overnight, um, having an overnight thing for my birthday or or sometime during the year, mm-hmm. um, if it or if it means having at least I call my work time my alone time as well because it means I really just as me and I'm doing yes. my work. Yeah, um, I guess the third one would be. Uh, I don't know, non-negotiable as a mum. Or so even, many. Even as you do, you, do you exercise? Do you move or anything like that? <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> you um, I'm doing a little bit more walks and stuff with her, so yeah, I try okay. to involve her in it. Yeah. Um, that's the only way I'm going to actually get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I would like to say I do, but I just I don't. But so so okay, getting for me anyway a to do list, which is a very business but very mum to do thing mm-hmm. in the morning. So. Yep. Besides the shower, on the good days that I know rolls really, really well and it really should be a non-negotiable because I, I need this most days, mm-hmm. is I would sit down with my coffee or whatever or while we're having breakfast together, mm-hmm. I know or I would have done this in my head in the shower, I know what my top three things that I want to do for the day Yep. on my to-do list. So there's always like, oh, you know, whatever errands you need to run, what appointments I might have or we need to get to the post office or whatever it is. But at the same time, I know today I wanted to – plan to make cookies with um Indy because it meant you know that's our spending time together thing or we're gonna cook lunch early so it means she could be involved or um I need to get a whole bunch of presents at the shop so it means we need to know exactly so if I know my top three things and Mm -hmm. I go if I can just achieve these three things um I will feel really happy with myself at the end even if it's just two out of the three so that's why for me 80% is always like perfection the 80% is perfection um and if I can do that, if everything else goes to crap because I was hoping to do a few extra other things but suddenly she's tired a lot earlier and she needs her nap, mm-hmm. I'm like I can happy for her to go her nap earlier because I've already done one or two things and I can do the third thing a little bit later. Yeah, perfect. So that's only negotiable in the sense of yeah. I know, feel in, con- in control. I think that lack of control and yes. the lack of knowing what's next because everything's like you never know with kids because no. they're crazy sometimes. <laughs> it's just if I go, these are the one, It's it's. I say three, but really one big thing. I go, if I can just do this one thing today, it makes, it, does, it doesn't feel like, you know when you get to the end of the day and you feel like that was a waste of a day because you didn't yes. get to do anything you wanted to do? Yes. I hate that feeling. So 
if I can just do the one to three things, that's my, I guess I will put that in. It's my yes. non-negotiable. I love Absolutely. that. Yeah, because you kind of feel like you've achieved something, even if they're three mm. little things sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can have on my list post the letter. That sounds mm. ridiculous, but I can carry a letter around in my handbag for three weeks before posting <laughs> it. So sometimes <laughs> I've actually got to go, to Heidi, today you must post this letter. And yeah. they, I'm like, oh, thank you, that's done. So, no, I, I totally, I'm a list person as well. And, uh, yes, an alarm person, like you mentioned before, uh, keeps me on track. It's like my brain that's not in my yes, body. because you've got to leave space in your brain to, like, come up with solutions when something else goes wrong. Yes. So, like, that's why I say I like to have the anchors. So I have my showers in the morning mm-hmm. and at night, you know, when she goes to bed or whatever, I try to, if we, most nights anyway, me and my husband will we'll have a cup of tea together and watch a bit of TV or whatever before bed. Yep. And that's my two anchors that they book in the day. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and my little girl still naps. So I'm really lucky. She still naps most of the time. And so I split my day up into the two sections, you know, before nap and after nap. Mm-hmm. And then so I try to do whatever the one big thing I want to do before nap. And if I go, can get that done. And then so after nap, um, I go, okay, it would be nice if I could get this done as well as cook dinner and all that kind of stuff. And so if I get my bookends plus that one project done, then that day just feels like, like I've achieved so much. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, yeah, and then, and then when you have that, everything in between, like in between the big project and the nap time and the nap and the mm-hmm. dinner time, all kinds of crazy could happen. And I need to leave enough space in my brain to like go with the flow or find a solution or something else will go wrong and find another way of doing it. So I need to leave space for that, which is why I have the apps and the to-do lists and the you know reminders because then I don't have to keep that stuff in my brain because there's just yeah. not enough space otherwise. No. And brain fatigue is a real thing. Oof. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And willpower, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and think about it. You've done that project. You've done those three things. Plus, you've got the washing on, and you think yes. we're, we're amazing, us mums. Yes. We get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, couple of quick fire questions, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite book. <laughs> Favorite book? Um, mm. I'm a personal development junkie, so I've got heaps of those. Yeah. Um, but if we, so besides those, fiction. Um, or any book. I haven't read the fiction in a long time, but the last one I've been getting into because I find them in op shops because I go, the op shop for us is the toy store. I call it the toy store. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> it's like if she finds something, it's $2. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, you can have um, <laughs> So I found like the Dirty Pico. Is it P- uh, Pico? Yes. I don't yep. know their name. So I've read a couple of hers. I don't even remember what they're called. Yeah, and they I've just, I admire them because she gets really in depth in different topics. And yeah. um, fiction is another thing I want to get more into because it means I switch off at night, like yeah. just to really get involved in a story, like a TV show, but really get involved in the story. And then it means my brain can switch off. Yes. So so any of those things I think are really good. If you can find a really good fiction book. Otherwise, um, any of, I don't know, the last one I think I read was the a personal development one. It's actually called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Oh, I haven't read that. Yeah. Yeah, and so really great concept that I'm trying to kind of implement, but I struggle to wake up in the morning. But um, <laughs> the idea of doing, if you get the book, it's called The Miracle Morning, The Six Habits That Will Transform Your Life. And he, instead of doing, you know, some people talk about you should exercise in the morning or mm-hmm. you should meditate in the morning and, you know, once it's done. But he um, was, you know, had a, his story was he had a, like a horrible experience. It was a really bad chapter of his life. And then he looked into what 
what could he do to kind of bring himself out of that funk and depression and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so he incorporated six habits as opposed to just the one, which included exercise, meditation, visualization, affirmation, I think writing in a journal and something else I can't remember I love that I'm gonna have a look at that one yeah definitely and so the idea of just like doing it and he goes through stories of people and it's just all kinds of people who've just found the miracle if you google the miracle morning um and it's so I'm still in the middle of reading it but just the concept of it so in the morning that's why I try to do all the things that I know that makes me feel really good so Mm -hmm. even if it's just a minute of each so a minute of meditation in the shower a minute of like writing the journal for me it's writing my to-do list but if I can write in my journal just to get all the junk out um even it's a minute of jumping jacks in the morning to just really get the blood flowing yes um you know a minute of just looking at my goals or my you know I don't have a vision board but like the ideas of what I want what what I'm hoping to achieve for the week the month the year mm-hmm. and then a minute of um I've read out exercise, journaling. Oh, I think there were affirmations. So there was like affirmations. So I, like I'm not really big on the affirmations part, but like just the idea of speaking kindly to yourself. So I can, if I know I'm going to really have a really stressful day, instead of saying to myself, I'm going to have a stressful day, just be mm-hmm. like, no, I'm on top of things. I'm really good at, you know, I actually am on top of everything and I know what I need to do. This is my focus for today, you know, just speaking kindly. And then it just sets you up for the day and it only takes you less than an hour. I love that. I'm definitely going to have a look at that. I know Robin Sharman had, I think it's Sharma Sharman, he had a book or he's got a morning thing as well. And, um, yeah, I love it. I'm going to definitely read that book. I love, I don't really read fiction. I'm usually reading some type of self-help. I need a lot of help. But I was struggling because I was I only get to read it like right before bed, and then mm-hmm. I end up thinking of all these things because there's all these new ideas, and then it just it gets me all revved up, and then I can't go to bed like mm-hmm. with my mind shut off. And mm-hmm. so I read somewhere I was like, if you can find a really good fiction that has nothing to do with productivity, helping, or any kind of stuff, if you can just get that and then yeah. read it and really get absorbed in it, I think that's the big thing because like yeah. we get absorbed into TV, but you know how at the end of TV you kind of feel really weird like you're not really sleepy but your brain's kind of half dead yeah. well I found with fiction books you really just get involved and if you stop somewhere exciting it means your brain's like thinking about the story because it's like a cliffhanger or whatever yep and then you can go to bed just excited but not be running all the things that you need to do next in your head which makes you all stressed and worried and all that kind of stuff so yeah you sleep better well it's also that light you know how they say that white is it yeah. white light or blue light, blue light. Yeah. yeah you know it triggers yeah. your brain to stay awake so reading mm. and you know I can't I could definitely watch tv longer than I can read because reading makes me tired <laughs> well and that's mm. that's perfect especially right before bed because yeah. I'm really finding this year like to having good sleep that's what that probably should be my non-negotiable good having sleep. really good sleep and I and I'm really terrible at doing it currently but like it should be a non-negotiable to try and get as much sleep as you can and yes. I remember if this will be another tip for new mums I remember when we were really struggling with sleep and I was really struggling and I was the one waking up um, for for my baby because my husband really couldn't hear it and he had to go to work. Mm-hmm. And he just said to me because I, he could see I was struggling so much. Um, that's when I went away for a night because I even though he was like, I will wake up and I will do it and I will take the night shift, yep. I would still wake up because I can hear my baby crying and mm-hmm. then he can't sleep. Yes. And so he's like, no, go somewhere else, go to a hotel for the night, like a you know somewhere, a local cheap hotel somewhere overnight. So then you know that, 
you would sleep because you can't hear the baby at all. And that's where, where I got my birthday re- yeah. you know, hotel retreat from because then it, I had to sleep. Just to the, and the next day, I remember that that first time I did that, the next day I was like, okay, I do because my husband already said, let's get someone in to help us with the sleep. And I was like, no, 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 I'm sure I can work it out. But yeah. once I had that, you know, finally had a good night's sleep, just that one night, mm-hmm. I woke up I think I need to get like I was feeling a little better about asking for help. Yep. You know, because rational once you're like oh. had you know, decent sleep. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, and that's why they use sleep deprivation as a form of torture. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because it's, you go crazy. You do, you do and people crazy. know it, and I knew it, and I knew it in my brain. But like as I was experiencing it, I I was assuring myself, no, 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 I'm not sleep deprived. Like I am tired. But I'm still thinking rationally. But that's what an irrational person would think, right? Yes, when you're yes. crazy, like I'm not crazy. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, yes. You need sleep. <laughs> oh, I love it. And final question: You said <laughs> yeah. before that you use a to-do app. Is there any other apps, or what is the to-do app that you use? Like, what's your favorite apps that make your life easier? Because you've said mentioned okay, a few I times. Hate. I love my phone. Like I Excellent. do my work and everything on my phone. Yeah. So to-do app I have is called Todoist. Yeah. Um, it's a free one on the. I have an iPhone, so yep. it's free. I think if you upgrade, you get a whole bunch more. But for me, I just love the fact that you could just swipe to click that it's done. Yep. Um, at the same time, it also you can do recurring ones. So my laundry ones come up on every, um, like every Monday it comes up, you know, to wash the sheets or whatever. Yep. Um, yep. So I like that I can set that up for a recurring weekly one. And yep. you can also delay it you know, like reschedule it to another time so it comes up when you need to. So it could be like buy presents for whatever birthday party, but you know you're not going to do it today, Mm -hmm. but you're just going to do it somewhere else and you can just schedule it to come up and it's just really easy to do. So I really love love that. Um, Another one I use is Evernote. Okay, Um, yeah. So you get that on your computer and on your phone and Mm -hmm. that's literally like my other brain, to be honest. Like it's got recipes I've got notebooks on business things I've got notebooks on ebooks that I download I've got like you know taking photos whenever I take photos for my Instagram mm-hmm. it downloads it straight away and, and it goes into my Evernote folder so mm-hmm. if I need it for whatever it's amazing Perfect. definitely into that yeah um, another one that I use is oh I'm trying to narrow it down uh, <laughs> Um, what I've learned to use as well is, um, because I have my own business and stuff. So Facebook is a complete time suck. Um, so I try not to go onto Facebook on my computer at all. So Mm -hmm. um, it's, I can't even remember what it's called, where you can download something where it just gets rid of your newsfeed. And so I only go on my Facebook on my phone. Okay. But I also downloaded the Facebook Groups app because in the end I'm only on Facebook really because I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. Yep, okay. Um, and so I can just go straight into the group that I need to, to you know, read up on the latest thing or to chat with whoever or to wh- whatever it is. And then yep. so I don't get sucked into the news feed with all the junk that people are posting. Yes. Um, and so then I only – so if I do need to go in, I have to be intentional about going in to mm-hmm. do that. Yes, um, it so is I a big that, time waste, a lot of time yeah, spent so on I was it. Yes. I'll get depressed because you're reading other people's things and then you're like, oh, their life I looks good. I need a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, no, no, you don't need that in your life. Yeah. Um, and I found the Google, the new Google Mail instead, it's called Inbox. 
Oh, okay. I found that really useful because they've made it more like a to-do. So, you know, when you've read it, you can tick it as done. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a to-do list type thing, but at the same time it's your email. Yep. So I found that really, really helpful. Those, I guess, will be top my top three or four. Awesome. Ones. All right. Well, I will put those in the show notes so that if anybody wants to check them out, they can have a click and have mm-hmm. a look at them. But, yes, I love my phone too and apps. Like quite literally, they're, they're my second brain because I would struggle to get everything done without apps. So that's why I asked that question. And tell everyone, Brenda, where can we find you on the net so that every because your artwork is amazing. I've looked at the Thank kids, you. had a look. It's so beautiful, the colours, and it's just stunning. So where can everybody find you on? Uh, you can find me online at Brenda Mangalore, so B-R-E-N-D-A-M-A-N-G-A-L-O-R-E.com. Com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where my shop is my blog is um, if you love my art and probably will collect my my work in mm-hmm. the future or now you can sign up to be an insider member and that's where you can download um, free wallpapers and free artwork that I have there in the library for my insider members yeah um, otherwise yeah on Instagram I'm really uh, more active on Instagram because I really enjoy it as a much faster way of just looking at beautiful images because obviously that's yes. my thing yeah um, I'm Brenda Mangalore there and Brenda Mangalore at, um, on Facebook as well. Fantastic. Well, I will pop all of those links in the show notes so that people can jump on and follow your beautiful pictures and stuff like that, your artwork, because it's stunning. And I would recommend everybody look at it because it's wonderful. And I am so grateful for you taking the time today to talk to us. There's so many nuggets of wisdom in there. And I just, the, the ones that's like asking for help is just perfect. But the other one is the dad the father is the head of the home and the mum is the heart I love that that's going to be one of my new things I'm going to take that one with me (laughs) but thank you so so much for taking the time to talk to us and um, I'm sure new mums especially will get some really great tips off you into you know how to find themselves and and how to um, I suppose reinvent themselves as a mum from the person that they used to be even though you're the same person it is it's like rediscovering yeah absolutely and redefining Yes. you know who you are and that because life's different it is yes. different and um i'm very very grateful for you taking the time so thank you so much thank you, thank you for having me i've really enjoyed the chat for more inspiration interviews recipes tips and tricks to help you thrive in this crazy mess we call motherhood head to wellnessmummy.com thanks for joining me 